Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, um, which of course is your opportunity to do the planning and, and be as prepared as you can uh, for, the, for, these, for these trading opportunities. Um, now, we were expecting a little bit of a, a, a bland um, couple of days. Uh, yesterday being Thanksgiving is often, it seems to be a bit of a bit of a, a quiet period for markets and, and that's basically how things played out so we're going to highlight the the consolidation in these markets and really it's looking for those next drivers for that next um hopefully significant move in these markets and hopefully we can capitalize on that so let's get straight into it and we'll break it down we'll um, we'll do all the analysis in the session uh for the next sort of 15 minutes and then we'll post that that trade plan uh, into our chat box and you can take that away with you and hopefully that will sort of navigate you around these markets that's the whole idea of, of planning your trades um, okay so all profitable trades need to consider trade selection which markets should get your attention and um, not just what are you trading but why are you trading those markets hopefully you have sort of reasons for doing that then looking at the entries in terms of where do we enter and exit these markets obviously you need a high degree of you know consistency and, and understanding uh, and discipline in that process uh, risk management an important feature it's essential really uh, having a, a, a real proper um, risk management approach to trade in these markets and then trade management as well so um, all important features uh, and trading psychology all they're all a part of that whole trading process and just to let you know we do discuss these considerations every day in our live trade rooms um, and it's about the practical application, isn't it? It's not just about knowing of these these things. It's like how do you apply them consistently every day uh, in these markets, and, and that's what our live trade rooms are about. Now we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, um, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, as I've said, and being patient. And the last couple of days was a real good example of of you know needing to be patient. You know, you don't really want to get into a market that's kind of moving sideways, not making any real progress. And um, you'll just be, it'll occupy a lot of your time and you won't really make any progress. And uh, plus the, the the high probability nature of, of the trade itself is, is much, much lower. So you end up just drifting sideways, going up a bit, down a bit and, and not making any, any real progress. So... At times like this, we're, we're looking for that next catalyst, that next driver, whether it's in commodities, whether it's in the indices, whether it's in the bond markets, whether it's in the dollar, um, whatever market it is, we'll get something to drive that, that market sentiment. And that's what we're looking to try and capitalize on. And the good news about consolidation is uh, all trends start from consolidation. So consolidation in itself, although it's a bit of a, a, a boring sort of pattern, as far as price action is concerned, um, you often get decent moves off the back of consolidating markets. So that's worth knowing. Okay, so yesterday we had kind of a mixed view. Our bias is still very much to the upside, uh, but we're broadly in this mixed sort of dynamic. So there's a distinct lack of clarity in these markets. And as a result, we're seeing a lot of sideways moving price action. So. So Friday the 24th, um, the last day of the week, of course, um, it's probably worth commenting on yesterday's manufacturing and services numbers. 
although they're contracting apart from uh, UK service of PMI, which is just just above that 50 level, that all important 50 level, above 50 represents um, expansion, below 50 represents contraction. And you can see it's the only it's the only data point really that's coming in above 50. Uh, but the rest are really not as bad. I mean, we started off looking, things were looking quite negative, looking at the French economy, but then the German and the Eurozone more, more broadly actually coming in either in line with expectations on the services side are um, manufacturing coming in a little bit better than anticipated. So it's not a good news story, but it's mildly better than, um, than the alternative. Okay, so not as bad as it could be. Um, so the only bit of news today, we've got uh, iPhone business climate numbers coming out of Germany. And if we just see the the numbers, we've been on a bit of a rollover to the downside. Obviously, things took a big drop during COVID. They bounced back and rallied really quite significantly. And now we're just rolling over to the downside. So we're just expecting uh, 87.5 just prices just sorry the, the climate numbers just come in a little bit above so it it's kind of stagnating isn't it it's not making too much progress and that depends whether it comes in line with that expectation or not so we've got that um canadian dollar retail sales numbers will be due out at 130 for anyone trading specifically uh, the cad and then at 245 we're going to get our u.s manufacturing and services numbers so you can see very similar to the UK uh, services numbers from yesterday coming in marginally positive. Um, we might see the same thing for US flash services. So we're talking about sectors and um, in the US, both manufacturing and services industries are just performing a little bit better than they are across Europe and the UK. And we shall get these numbers and they should solidify that that particular view okay so so where are we at with these charts then so from a price action perspective we were we were talking going into um, uh, Thanksgiving yesterday <coughs> that we'd, we'd really probably struggle to, to, to break uh, Wednesday's highs uh, across most of these markets. Um, and, and that's pretty much, you know, what's happened. Uh, okay, we've got a little, yeah, the pound was a slightly different, uh, different animal, really. Uh, it was the only one that was sort of moving with, with, with any real purpose. Um, but as you can see, we, we, we pulled back inside this little zone. So we've actually got, and these are some of the largest, most liquid markets in the world. We've actually got these, these little periods of consolidation, um, just sitting where we're not making that much progress in these markets over the course of this week. Now, like I said, that, that's, that's not a bad thing because um, big moves can come from, from consolidation. Uh, and they've, they're all kind of navigating kind of important structural uh, 
significant levels of resistance, whether it's 200 period moving average or, or, or um, um, we're in a slightly different position for the equity markets. Um, so, you know, we've kind of got the potential for these markets to, to sell off. The FTSE could be a decent sell trade. Uh, this isn't going to be as accurate as we are um, when we go into our trade session, but just to give you a little bit of a, a kind of heads up, when you get consolidation like this, what it allows you to do, it allows you to prepare for the the, the, the sell trade, but also the, the, the buy trade. And what we often do is you can't just start buying, you know, this, this small little little peaks we want to 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 buy i suppose with um with the fundamentals behind us with um with some reason to, to to start buying those markets so we like to have a bit of a blend between market fundamentals risk sentiment um and and the technicals so technically we can probably start looking to both potentially buy these these highs or sell the relative lows or this week's lows across these markets. But we do need to get that fundamental um, reason to do so. And, and that's what these markets are missing. So when we look at the, the bond markets themselves, they're a little bit indecisive. If, if we look at the just the 10-year the versus the two-year treasury note, we are trading around these all-important lows. Sorry, um, we, we still have inverted markets. Sorry, let me get this right. So we still have significant, you know, forty-seven to, to fifty basis point um, inversion between the two and the ten-year, and that just means the two-year is presenting slightly larger risks than than over a ten-year period. But we're still up at that four and a half five percent level, and then. When you look at the, when you go into detail, you know, again, in line with these equity markets, and this is why we, we want to keep tabs on what these markets are doing. Over the last week, you know, the, there's not been much progress, which kind of feeds into our narrative of let's be patient for a couple of days. Um, let's not necessarily commit capital to sideways moving markets. So, not much of a um, clarity from from bond markets so you know we, we are trading around this pretty pretty tight little little range down here not really that much clarity in the trade so when you're looking at what major markets are doing and you're looking at the price action and the fact that it, it was a bank holiday yesterday in the us and um, the US right now seem to be the major driver of these markets. They seem to be the um, the amount of moves we're getting over the the US trading session versus the European uh, and the Asian is is quite significant and, and and has been really since COVID. So when they take a day off. Um, 
we'd we'd be looking for consolidation really rather than explosive moves either higher or lower and that's pretty much where we're at we're in this little sideways little pattern now saying that we we've going into this event we've had a bit of a, a bullish um we've had big strong moves from low to high uh, across most of these markets oil is in a slightly different phase we're gonna we need to sort of trade oil quite differently because if you zoom out a little bit more on oil um you'll see we're in this little downside and we did have a meeting as well on sunday which has been cancelled so what sort of reaction we had well marginally bearish but really not much of a move so far this week we're, we're kind of currently trading around um monday's monday's open so we're not making any real progress in that respect and our bias would still be for gold we've seen a bit of a bit of a rally you know we've come from these these directions pound the dollar so so what what we would prefer to see is exactly what we're seeing in the euro dollar is just these markets moving sideways so we can determine whether we're looking to sell or where we're looking to buy so we're just wanting to just explain what a kind of a, a a consolidating market looks like um and we we don't know whether we will get some drivers today that will will either meaningfully and the thing is, it's not just about one market moving like we saw yesterday with the pound dollar, which was a, an erratic move and really quite volatile. You want to see the, the actual currency itself strengthen across the board. So when it comes to trading currencies, you're trading strength versus weakness, and you're wanting to, to, to buy the stronger currency, and you're wanting to sell the weaker currency. And if you just get a bit of a, a, bit of a, you know, a flush trade or a bit of a... Um, bit of volatility in one particular market we do want to see correlation across other markets um, that gives us a little bit more confidence in our decision making and from a, a market-wide perspective not really a huge amount to uh, to look for so look we build that into our approach and analysis when we trade so let's bring up the um, Our trade plan so so we do have a bullish bias in these markets I think that's important to note but let's call it as it is so it's a mixed stroke consolidating market condition So we're looking for those next drivers. Um, is there any opportunity anywhere? Gold still above 2009. We could probably leave that in there. Okay. So we keep it broad again because we've got this this uh, consolidation backdrop so 
Our trade plan for the day then, guys, is um, we've kind of got these mixed market conditions. You know, these markets are consolidating. So if we do get into a trade, you can very much keep your risk low. You can keep your risk low. You can uh, work with slightly wider stop losses. You kind of need to do that anyway with consolidating markets. So um, bear that in mind. And it's just going to be a tentative period. Um, again, today is often in the us a bit of a quiet day because a lot of bankers you know they take they have the day off yesterday for thanksgiving they often take today off and, and have a long weekend so we'll see how much volatile there is this afternoon not expecting a huge amount okay so we are looking for um a potential further indice strength. We're looking for a potential dollar weakness. That's going to be our, our kind of focus, really. Um, and we can still look to get into gold above 2000. Uh, that would be 2009. Uh, that would be worth looking at. Um, Okay, so a lot of traders and investors in the US take today off also. So we can so we can expect uh, quieter market conditions again today. So potentially we want to be ready, but um, if we don't quite get the the setups, the high probability trades. If we don't quite get the setups that we're looking for, we're not going to be pressurized into into jumping into to markets that are not really giving us a decent opportunity. So um, this is why patience is one of the most important things. Is that if you're consolidating, it's kind of good because you, you're likely to get some decent moves off the back of consolidating markets. The problem is most traders can't be patient enough to wait for them. So what they'll do during consolidation is, is jump into a few trades. More likely than not, take losses on those trades. And then they don't have the confidence to get in when the markets do you know, move with conviction and correlation. So you kind of burn yourself out before the opportunity arrives. So instead of all of that sort of anguish, be patient when you can. There, these markets will will switch very very quickly, and um, we'll hopefully be able to get into some decent trades pretty soon. It's just the quality of these trades and just not not that great, not that inspiring. So hopefully that makes a little bit of sense there, guys. Um, I've just posted into the chat box, so we'll wrap up this broadcast. Uh, we'll switch to our live trade room now. So if you want to join us for the European session, we'll break these down in a lot more detail.
<clears throat> you can access it through the members area. And uh, really, it's this narrative. It's this uh, going into this week. It's really been about this rate pivot from these central banks. You know that we've peaked with interest rate hikes, and, and now the the expectations, the market is expecting these central banks to start lowering rates. So we've got this risk on trade going into this week, but we've not really made that much progress. So that's important to note. Right, great stuff. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Any questions? Feel free to post them. But um, we look forward to seeing you next time. Obviously, we've got a weekend tomorrow now. So this is the last trading couple of sessions of the uh, of the week. Uh, let's see how we get on. And um, if you are interested in learning how to trade, you're very welcome to join us. You can access one of our discounted live trading and education bundles on our website currently, um, starting from just $59 per calendar month. So hopefully you'll, you'll find that um, interesting for you. Uh, and we'll... Any questions, you can connect with us through our website, thelivetradingroom.com. Great stuff, guys. On that note, do take care. Enjoy the rest of the weekend if we don't see you, and we'll uh, be back in Monday. Bye for now.